I don't know if y'all heard um, the name of the um, king not so great in the first reading, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. So, when I was pregnant with my second son, whom we eventually named Daniel, I was like, I was all tense and scared. I was like, I was just a little bit of a, of a wreck for some reason. And I would just, I was getting on my husband's nerves because I couldn't figure out what, what to name this child. And I, I was just, I was driving myself crazy too, you know. So finally, my husband, you know how, how quiet he is. Finally, he just was like, look, if you don't stop fretting, or if you don't make up your mind, I'm going to name him Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> so, of course, we named him Daniel Emilio. And, um, and we were at a family retreat this weekend, and the teenagers, all the teenagers decided to play cornhole at 3 a.m. So, I am tired. <laughs> so, uh, but it was fun. It's all good fun. The gospel today is about healing and wellness. Healing and wellness. And I tell you, those ten lepers were made clean. All ten of them were made clean. And yet, the one that turned around with gratitude was made well, was made well, was made whole by his ability to cultivate and nurture the gratitude towards God. And, you know, when I get worried about people not coming back to church, this is what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about seats in the pews. I'm like, I love people and I want, I want this spiritual um, ability, this tool to, to make some time and give back to God and to give praise to God. And I know you can do that in all kinds of places, but church is church and community and worship and, and a, a different kind of service. And so... You know, that's what I'm not, that's what I'm, I'm praying for, that all of us, whether we're here or we're outside, develop the, the spiritual gift of gratitude, even in hard times. You know, um, and, and a, a special kind of gratitude, a praise to God, because it, the, the, the other folks that were clean didn't do anything wrong. They were going to the temple, like Jesus said. They were going to present themselves to the priests, like Jesus said. But, but the one, you know, turned around, and a lot of times people make a big deal about, you know, this was a foreigner, Samaritan, and, and all kinds of things. But I think today, especially, that the, the emphasis isn't on who is giving the praise, it's on how we give praise. Just give praise, be grateful. Not, you know, not because um, your life is better or worse than others, but because you recognize 
work of the divine in your life in small ways, in hard times, in good times, and and always, you know, give thanks and praise to the Lord in all times and all places. And and this is a hard thing to do. And I as I say this, I want to say to you that. Um, you know, God can take your anger, God can take your frustration, God can take your doubt. I'm not saying that you have to be always a serene, a serene Zen, Buddhist monk, Christian, you know, <laughs> whatever. But God can take your emotion. God can handle, God can absorb. But, but we will be well. We will be more whole if we are able to cultivate gratitude in our lives. It's just true. It's just, you know, the truth. And it's the gospel truth today. And so, um, I, this morning, even if I, as I was like, you know, I kind of wish I could have stayed at the, the retreat you know, till it ended, um, or slept in, or whatever. This morning, there were so many things I'm grateful for. You know, I got this video from April, Ms. Reagan, and y'all see it next week when we, we, we uh, premiere it. Um, and she's in her cheer outfit talking about Trinity, and it's wonderful. You know, kids, their lives are so busy these days, you know, in, in one um, event or another, and nobody cares if it's Sunday. My sons, I used to take them out on Sunday morning, but I was the only one, and I went on the priest, so I kind of had to do it, you know, but, um, but it's just hard, you know, because they demand participation, which is great, but, um, but yeah, it, I was just so grateful for this beautiful, thoughtful video from this beautiful, thoughtful child that is Reagan. And then I got here at 8 a.m. and a parishioner was there with his brother who, last time I saw him, I wasn't sure if he was gonna ever make it out of the hospital. And I, I was just so grateful, just so grateful. And then the 9.30 adult form was a parishioner and his wife who were telling their journey, their story. And it was just so beautiful. Barney and Beatrice Ong, born in Borneo. He's from a tribe, you know, um, and I didn't make the connection today. I've been trying to learn about Borneo, but he said, you know, they're known for being headhunters. I was like, oh. <laughs> Only a trinity, right? <laughs> Only a trinity. I said it was going to be indigenous theology, but I didn't check that out, did I? No, no. He's, he's, a, he's a devoted Christian, and that was the story he wanted to tell. And, um, and it was really beautiful from... 
and, and the, the message was, um, you know, about how many people helped him. And he's the vice president of a major oil and gas company now, right? And, um, and, and he was just talking about interdependence and, you know, how he depended and, was, and so many people helped him. And, um, you know, that's what he's dedicating his life to or tried to, um, to help others. And, and um, you know, they're, 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 they're leaving in a couple months and they're a little too happy about their countdown. But, uh, <laughs> but, but it's been wonderful to know them and have them here. And I thought, I would have not known any of these people that have made this morning so precious if it weren't for Trinity, if it weren't for my call to the priesthood, and if it weren't for me being called to this community. And, and there's so many, so many stories like that. This is one morning, you know? And there's, you know, we're always trying to fix the difficulties, you know? And I think that's what we're trying to do in a lot of times in our lives. Or, or if we're made clean, just keep going about what we need to do, you know. And the gospel so clearly says, you know, stop and praise God. Stop and praise God. Not only will you be made clean, you will be made well. And that doesn't mean you're going to live forever in this life because nobody gets that but you will live um, a, a heavenly life a blessed life so we have three more trinity discernment and vision committee meetings left and we've had three and they've been just wonderful and I'm going to share with you a prayer that we begin those meetings with. And, um, and, and people really have loved it. So not all of you will be able to make it to one of these meetings. So I wanted to share. And it says, Lord, we know that you love us and that you have great plans for us. But sometimes we are overwhelmed by the thought of our future. Show us how to walk forward one day at a time. As we explore the various options which lie before us, help us to listen openly to your guiding whispers and pay attention to what is in the depth of our own hearts. In this way, may we hear your call to a way of life which will allow us to love in the way you have uniquely crafted us and to share the gifts you have planted within our church. Now this is about discernment. And that one leper that turned around discerned that God was worthy, uh, he was worthy to turn around and in a loud voice praise God. And that kind of discernment of how to praise God how to be grateful, how to serve, how to be community, how to worship. It's what these conversations are about. Henry Nowen 
explain discernment this way. It's not just about a call to ordain ministry. Discernment is about listening and responding to that place within us where our deepest desires align with God's desires. As discerning people, we sift through our impulses, our motives, and options to discover which ones lead us closer to divine love and compassion for ourselves and other people and which ones lead us further away. Discernment reveals new priorities, directions, and gifts from God. And we come to realize that what previously seemed so important in our lives loses its power over us. Most rewarding of all is discovering that as we pray more each day, God's will, that is God's concrete ways of loving us and our world, God's will gradually is made known to us. So I don't know if you remember Trinity's three core values, but we've gotten written just about every place. And the thing about that is, you might notice them when you first come, and then you're just like, you just forget them. You know, is my brain in one out, you know. And maybe you all remember them, but just in case. Community, worship, and responding to God's call. And this is how lovely God is. In each one of our discerning or visioning circles, those, those, one of those core values has been reaffirmed in, in different ways. And, and, and I just feel like we're, okay, we're, 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 on the, we're on the track and we're discerning how to stay on the track or, and, and God's path, right? And to bring us closer to God's will. And my stall is falling off. Look at that. <laughs> Y'all didn't tell me. <laughs> You're just waiting to see if it fell off. No, anyway. <laughs> So, uh, the first one, you know, I had the list lined up, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, what we're going to do in the meeting. And I started and it was totally thrown off track by laughter and nobody paying any attention to me and um, just the joy of being together. Just the joy of being together. And I mean, we did do some work, but it was like, people were just like, you know, this seems so normal, you know, we're gathering in this home. And, and that, of course, was, you know, um, is so important just to gather in small groups, at church, whatever, just to be together and reconnect. And that, of course, is our core value of community, right? And, and that was what people really wanted to do. And then in the second one, um, it was outside at night and in a big yard under, um, under lights. And it was very, very nice. And, and people were like, well, we don't have to do a whole lot more yet. You know, we, we, let's, let's focus on Sunday and, 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 and worship and, um, uh, and, and, and having people 
connect again. Um, a couple of the people there had kids and they were like, you know, we're just trying to get our, our lives back together um, with all the activities being back in full swing and with church and, and so, you know, Sunday, let's, and when we focus on community and worship, let's focus on, on Sunday. That was one of the things that came up and it was just like, okay, well, that's our core value of gathering for worship. And then the third one, some, and this was a, a theme through all of them, I feel like there was a, a real sense of, um, you know, a question about what's going on with the Lord of the Streets and the, the, that was, I mean, again, that was in all three of them and what's going on in, um, for the 7 a.m. service and the breakfast and um, I had just had a, a meeting with the diocese and, and Linda saying it, she hopes it happens before uh, the end of time. <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, um, I just had to say, honestly, we have to be patient until they have a vicar and they have a director of operations because it's a mission, it's a special mission that the bishop leads. And we just have to be patient until they're organizationally ready for us to partner again. But what I loved about it was that, you know, that's responding to God's call to us, to service. People are, are really, you know, what, what I knew from the beginning of being here, really um, committed to, to responding to God's call to service. And so, I mean, these have just been incredible. And um, again, I just, I hope if you can zoom in to the, 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 the last one in the home is full, but there's two that are here. And if you can't be here physically, maybe you can zoom in. We want to hear as many voices as possible as much input, we, we want to try to answer as many questions um, or challenges, whatever come up. Because that is how we will be made whole, be made well, not only come out of this collective trauma, but be but be cleansed and made well, carrying the loss and the grief. But as someone said at the last small meeting, knowing that we have made it, we have made it. And we're here for some purpose. And we know that purpose. To be grateful to God in all times and in all places. Amen. Amen.